Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Mark Twain, the show of Arnold, California. Today's guest is Austin USBG Vice President, running unopposed, Brandon Benitez. Brandon, I met him probably about two, three years ago now. I was starting to get into the industry. Brandon was starting to get into the industry. He was working at a wonderful spot called Firehouse. We, I just could sense immediately how nice of a person he was. He wasn't pretentious. He wasn't vague. He was honest. He was open. And all this stuff was just wonderful to learn about him in this upcoming interview. I think that the industry allows us to meet so many different kinds of people. And Brandon is one of the most earnest that you will find. So let me not talk any further. And I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Brandon Benitez. The reason the recorder was invented was for strictly for hot cross buns. That's it, right? Boom, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. yeah, that's it. And, and you have these in-between notes where you've got a note and you hold it, and then it goes. It's like the equivalent of cracking your voice. It's like a pu- prepubescent, like prepubescent pu- yeah. puberty. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible instrument. I had a hottest, biggest crush on a girl that played the recorder. Was she good at it? I have no. She, I'm making that up. I have no idea. No, I mean, and I can't even imagine anyone is actually good at the recorder. Someone's good at the recorder. Maybe. Like Mesoamericans. <laughs> Maybe. Kenny, Kenny G before yeah, he transitioned to the other Recorder's a gateway of, drug for sure. Yeah, a gateway, <clears throat> a gateway sax. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, I, man, it's been a long time since I played recorder. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, no good, I, let's put it this way. No good memoirs start. It's been a long time since I've played the recorder. I, I mean, if I'm keeping it real, I, I, there, was, there was a recorder in my life within the past like month. What? What? Yeah, Where? for sure. So at the hotel, yeah. you have to go through training and blah, blah, blah. It's all mm-hmm. corporate, this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah. And we had graduation, which is stupid. And you sit there and you learn about all the departments. Okay. They had a bunch of like, I don't know, musical things on the table. So you, when you're like your um, department went through, right. you could be like, yeah, like I know you. And there happened to be a recorder on there. Well, and it was no maybe shit. like seven inches or something weird yeah. like that. And uh uh, it was like from the dollar store, so it's like the cheapest, the cheapest I, of all the recorders. In all fairness, they're all from the dollar store. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care how much funding a, a music department has. They're all from the dollar well, store. Well, it's the fact that music department doesn't have anything more than a dollar. Well, that's a whole other yeah. terrible, like just heartbreaking <laughs> conversation about the arts and schools. But for the most part, dollar fifty, dollar yeah. seventy five max, maximum for sure. Did like, it all come back to you in one? Yeah, week? I mean, I had hot cross buns nailed down. <laughs> First try. Felt good about it. They're like, someday you're gonna have your own beverage program, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doubt it. Not <laughs> playing the not playing the recorder, and I definitely won't have a memoir. Yeah. Well, why not? Why not have a memoir? I don't know, man. I think memoirs require 
Um, this is a turn of events, I guess, a little bit. Memoirs yeah. require a lot of like just life experience. I'm not sure that. Yeah, but you said thirty. You're 31, right? 31. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's you. You better have some stuff going on. I mean, I I know you've you've worked in plenty of places. I knew you from Firehouse. You're at mm-hmm. Hotel Van Zandt now, and correct, you're yeah. fucking vice president USBG. That is correct. Yeah. How many of us in the in the room have been vice president of USBG? Well, I'm not I'm, even yet, so none of well, us. Well, you're not sworn in yet. yet. You have the, when they look at your criminal record, perhaps that yeah. you'll be shoot. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you'll be barred from. <laughs> they can. I'm on some list somewhere. Yeah. Like, As if there's like any vetting process. Like now there there is a voting process, which mm-hmm. is it's nice and democratic. Well, However, for, to the record for that though, I, I ran unopposed. Did you? Yeah, there was no. I was on the only option. You were so. Uh, that's pretty uh, good. I, I, batting a thousand, <laughs> which isn't bad. You haven't lost yet. <clears throat> no, I haven't lost yet. Which is. But you're pretty. I mean, you're pretty. Good. If I recall, like man, we I met when we were starting out, like when Genius was starting. I think mm-hmm. this is like probably maybe three years ago, something like that. I mean, I've only. Truth be told, I've only been in the game for three and a half years. Yeah, it was something. Like, I caught you right so. at the beginning of it, um, and. I, I feel pretty privileged. You bounce some ideas. I, I love that process, at least when I'm starting out. Now it's a little bit different. I think about different areas of, of the business and stuff. But you would bounce ideas off me, not for approval or anything, but just sure. like you'd work on stuff. And it was, I always loved that aspect to like talking to people and bartenders and stuff. Yeah, I think I think um, being eager is important. You know, yeah. I think that not that eager, eager is the wrong word. I think being like you know, inquisitive and curious. And- yeah, for sure. Especially so you're gonna you get better. Take it seriously, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can't get if what is it? The an unexamined life's not worth living, or something yeah, like that. I, I believe that. So if you just kind of sure. play it safe every single day, what's the point of going to next week? You know. Yeah, I mean, well, to an extent, right? Yeah. Like I think. I mean, that, I'm trying to be bleak and say, "Wow, <laughs> suicide's <laughs> a great option, everybody." Yeah, <laughs> every that. single day, I have to work really, really hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I think that, you know, um. Well, we'll get to that later, I guess. Yeah. I, suppose. Like, I think that our our industry mm-hmm. is luxurious. You know, it's sure, a, absolutely a, lately, particularly with you know things or whatever. I've been kind of thinking it more of like um, elective, yeah. like plastic surgery. Like yeah, I'm, a, okay. I, you know, I don't think that you know plastic surgeons want to make Botox injections all day, yeah, but maybe point. they do. You yeah. know, I don't, I'm not one. I don't know. I don't know. I think elective is the key word for us. Like people don't have to go drinking, right? You know, they don't have well, to. Some of us do. It's a diagnosed uh, Also problem. true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have to. Like, yeah. you, I think you have to as I don't well. know. I'm not going to admit that yet. So yeah. maybe, maybe in our future yeah. episode, I'll say, well, you know, I really do have to drink. Mm-hmm. But my, if my parents ever start listening, I really do. I'm gonna well, keep have it. to and like want to, need that's... to are different. <laughs> Wait, no, no. You I don't think need ha- to. I, you I have think... to. Like, there's a difference, I think. No? You think so? I, I think, think there's a want to need to. I now, think that exists as well. That's that's the difference that I've got. I hope anyway. And that... Man, and that let's talk about that for a second. So, I was talking to a friend of mine. Man, a friend is we've been friends for probably like ten years or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we were starting saying, well, what what's that point in which you drink too much? Like, is it when you can't stop? Is it when you drink because that's part of your day? Like, what when is the if you're functional and you drink, is that a problem? Like, do you ever think about that? Like, at what point is drinking become a problem? Yeah, absolutely. I think. That's a, I mean, it's a good question. I think that when it becomes, I mean, that difference between have to and need to, yeah, like um, or not or want to, right, right. Which I think all those go hand in hand. I think you, if you want to, then you'll have to in some point. I think that's, yeah. a, I think we all struggle with that. That's a good point. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but I think that you know when yeah when it becomes a, a need, yeah, like I well, need it, to drink. 
it becomes an issue. To cope, I mean, you know, I, I wonder. No, if, not even just to cope. That's a whole other conversation. Right, you know, right. Like if, you're, if you're drinking to cope, that's maybe a problem between you and your God or whatever. Right. And if that happens to be, your God happens to be booze. Yeah. Then, I mean, that's not my. Everybody's criticism. got something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's 100%. the thing. They, they do. So it's whether it's, <clears throat> I've got to go to church more. Sure. That's one way. Totally. I have to eat more. Mm -hmm. That's another outlet. I agree. I have to drink more. And so I guess the, the thing is, doesn't everybody have something to cope besides just like our sheer ability to be emotionally healthy? Yeah, as people. It, yeah, it feels like mm -hmm. we all have some extracurricular way in which we cope. Good yeah. or bad, right? Well, I, I don't think it's good or bad. I think yeah. it's just a, it's a thing, right? It's just yeah. it exists. Um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't know if that's the right word either, but I don't know. Just incidentally. Yeah. Right? Like it just happens. Sure. Yeah. We happen to have things that we have to deal with. And, and some of us choose food or right. religion or booze or Working whatever. Out. It's the same yeah, thing, right? The, the endorphin of it. All. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. it's all connected neurologically. Right. To feeling better. Right. Do you, do you think that people, there are some people that don't have that? Cause I actually, the longer I'm alive and the more people I meet, I think every single person I meet has some mechanism in which they cope, some extracurricular thing that they use. Yeah, we all have it, whether yeah. we choose to acknowledge it. I think that's when it becomes an issue, right? So yeah. if we acknowledge the fact that we have an issue. We have things to deal with, and yeah. we're dealing with that in a way that's negative. Mm -hmm. I think that's when we realize that there may be an issue. Yeah. Right? When we like cognizant, you know, we're cognizant of our issue. Right, right. And we choose to make uh to deal with it one way or the other yeah whether it be you know good or bad or indifferent yeah it's uh, it's so strange because you can sometimes being healthy is unhealthy i right absolutely it's so strange it's just a matter of like <clears throat> and then they say well it's moderation is the key and i i don't you know for to frame it like there's sure. no way that you and i can figure this out for everybody mm -hmm. I, I really don't know absolutely not. But i think it's always really worth noting especially in the industry because you know, I had a, when Mike Sanders was on, we talked a little bit about the dynamic of having, as a USBG, having a, what is essentially like a, a community mm -hmm. that has events. But in most cases, although apparently there's some money in the bank now, which is good, so you guys don't have to beckon to the call of brands necessarily. But well, yes and no. Right. But, but the, the thing being that if you said, well, we'd like to have a kayaking outing mm -hmm. for an hour and a half on Town Lake and no booze like the brands wouldn't line up and kind of support you guys for that you think that's true i'm not sure if that's true i feel like as a brand you have a social responsibility to like allow people to be healthy yeah and yeah. i don't necessarily think that drinking is healthy i don't necessarily think it's unhealthy but certainly some benefits to it for nah, sure. I and think so. Some disadvantages. Depending. Probably more that more one than the other. Yeah. I'm not going to say which though. We'll let them go. <laughs> yeah. we'll let everybody listening no. guess which one's better. Mm -hmm. or not. It's the unhealthy ones. Ah, yes, yeah. Yes. I'll say it. Yeah. Spoiler. That's fair. Fair. Yeah. It's totally fair. Also, I want to spoiler alert real quick. Uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> you haven't seen the Harry Potters. Dude. And I'm not. All right. So I'm going to, I'm not going to go directly but the internet fucking, I hate it sometimes. And mm -hmm. this is not like this one, like Andy Rooney rant on 60 Minutes. It's like, oh, you know, why do we have change? I don't need, I don't need change. Like, who fucking cares, right? But no, the internet, like, in line, if you're, if just, just as a nicety mm -hmm. and a, a common, um, just being 
social graces, right? Don't fucking ruin Star Wars for me. Please. Okay. Can I, I can ruin it right now. No, I already saw it last night, so I'm fine. But d- don't ruin <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin Star Wars for you right now. Okay, okay, okay. I've never seen one of them. No, that doesn't ruin it. That's like, ooh. That's, that's you're fine though. Fact. I'm a I'm a Star Wars virgin, y'all. That's totally great. Internet can read this, hear it later. <laughs> Never so you, seen you a know how one. many people are gonna try to get you to watch <clears throat> fucking Star Wars now? I don't have time to watch Star Wars. You, what do you? Why why did it never cross your desk? I just it's not my thing, man. I mean, yeah. like, I can, I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. They're kind of boring. Are they boring? They're yeah, long. I saw the first one. I'm like, I love Peter Jackson, but dude, three hours for a movie? Who do you fuck? You, you think you're? Uh, who am I trying to think? Anyway? No, never mind. Mm-hmm. The, the yep. main no, Citizen it. Kane director that I somehow can't remember. Orson Welles. Orson Thank Wells, you very yeah. much. Yeah, like you don't yeah. need to make epics. You know, Meet the Feebles, hour and a half long. Dead Alive, hour and a half long. Well, do you think that deadens the industry? What, you know? making big epics like yeah, that? Yeah, like that they don't exist anymore. They're all about the 90-minute rom-com. Oh, that's fair. Come get your laughs about fart jokes and drug references and right. then bail out and make a billion dollars or whatever. Wow, that's shit. That's a, that's a heavy question. question. No, yeah, it's not even loaded, but that's a great question. I all right. I think in all fairness, then to your point, yeah, it does probably take both. You have to have those movies that take like Hate Flight's coming out, new Tarantino movie next mm-hmm. week. That is clocking in around three hours. That's, is it really? Yeah, I didn't see that. insane. And I, no reviews, I guess, are on lockdown until the twenty first, so I can't hear or read anything about it yet until sure. I guess tomorrow. So, but. Apparently highly favorable, but three hours, you know, three 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 hours, three fifteen, something like that. I mean, that's that's long. It's I mean, really long. Who, yeah, this but, is a whole millennial question, sure. but like, who has time to sit for three and a half hours? Realist, well, realistically, yeah, you have to make that time. But but do do you enjoy movies? I I haven't. The last movie I saw was Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, okay. And that's the it? only movie I saw this year. Are you fucking kidding? In the theater. Really? In the theater. But is that the way that is that the thing you do? You like go into the movies at all? I I I don't I don't not like it yeah you know but it's uh, not if you have Brandon you got three hours what are you gonna do with it I mean how real how genuine how genuine <laughs> how really when we talk right now in terms I of mean, like leaving the house in the middle like, of the day yeah <laughs> like, yeah, like at night two p.m. on the middle two p.m. till yeah. five p.m. yeah I mean realistically my man uh depends on the day yeah if I can pick up my baby boy at three yeah. thirty like I'm gonna do that that's what I'm gonna see do. that's good. I mean, I don't have I don't have kids, so like in sure. all you know, aren't being earnest. Yeah, please. I will always make time to see movies, man. I don't know why it's, it comes. It stems from when I was a little kid, sure. you know. And so like, I guess Star Wars was probably about two two hours fifteen minutes last night, something like that. But I saw it started at ten. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna be up watching a movie for quite a while. But then, well, then you're digesting it for an hour and a half afterwards, <sighs> no, or longer. Yeah. It was, minimum. Well, it was like about half an hour, forty five minutes. On the ride home. Yeah. Like thinking about it, talking about it, you know. It's not sure. like 12 Years a Slave or something where it's like, I've it's cried heavy. a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not like that. Well, well, I mean, when you take an hour, two hours and 15 minutes, yeah, and then you add like the that. extra 45 minutes, it becomes three and a half hours anyway. The emotional experience. It's yeah, like going I mean, on a date. <sighs> right? Couldn't okay. talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It's, been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> well, so, you know, I don't know too much about... Where you grew up? Where are you from? Oh yeah, I'm from a, a real small town, Northern California. Oh really, Northern mm-hmm. California? Okay. It's called Arnold, California. Arnold? It's population, I don't know, 1100. What's the closest large city? Modesto. Modesto, okay. Modesto. Yeah. People have heard Modesto. Modesto, Sacramento is two and a half hours, two Jesus, hours and fifteen minutes. Really? So it's really yeah, Star Wars. I mean, uh, Sacramento is the new Star Wars movie length away. <laughs> 
two hours, two hours, two hours and fifteen. You could watch Star Wars by the time you get to Sacramento. Yeah, at least book on tape. Yeah. On the way. Would it? Would it? Would it? Like, what has? What is it like socially down there? In Arnold? Yeah. Uh, if that exists. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's either like I grew up on a skateboard. Yeah. Um. Who was? Who was your guy? Tony uh, Hawk, Caballero. Well, uh, Tony Hawk on, on PlayStation was yeah. for sure. I played Tony Hawk Street Pro Skater. Amazing. Like game. a champion. Yeah. Um. I was really into Jamie Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is a throwback. I don't couldn't tell you anything about him now. No, but, but it's just is that's the guy. Like that you, was you my have guy. a guy. That was my guy. You totally do. It's like I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Baseball players or whatever. Like you skate, you got a guy. You play baseball, you got a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never played baseball. It was terrible. <laughs> it was too short. Scared of the ball. Yeah. Still scared of the ball. Even about like a basketball. No, I love basketball. Okay, different story. That's a whole other story. Got I was it. too short for basketball. I yeah, I feel. Like am I currently am too short for basketball? <laughs> yeah, I. Some dreams are just out of reach for me. Literally, like they, too short. Li- they I are. Can't li- reach. They are literally out of reach. <laughs> the top. So di- so accompanying the skateboard thing, I have this romanticized idea because I tried to skateboard a lot, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't. But I just still just listened to the music and hung out with those guys. Well, right. That's that's. I was terrible at skateboarding. Oh, you weren't, but you enjoyed it. But it was either skateboarding or like meth. You know, and I just, well, I grew up in like, there's one church in the, in the town. Yeah. There's no fast food still to really? this day. That's probably a good yeah, thing. Subway. Right? Does that count as fast food? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Subway. There's a round table pizza. I remember fucking round table pizza. So if you're from California, you know what I'm, what I was, I'm talking wait, about. So I live in Salt Lake City. There's a round table pizza really? in Salt Lake. Yeah. Interesting. Strange. That was my first job. Was round oh, table no pizza. Kidding? Yeah. Would it like a 16, 17 kind of thing? Yeah. Like younger than that. Yeah. yeah. 15. Wow. Um, uh, uh. You, know, you just had to like make your way, make your path. Kind of. I mean, I mean, we weren't, we didn't grow up poor or anything. Like it wasn't yeah. like that. You know, my dad was a police officer. Mm-hmm. My mom worked for the child support agency, okay. so she worked for the you know the county. Yeah, did decent, good job. Yeah, blue collar. Sure. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I, well, that's a tricky question. Um, I have five sisters and a brother. Okay. But my sisters are all from different moms on my dad's side. Gotcha. And okay. then my my mom, uh, when they divorced, my father got married. And then had a son, and he's my brother. And I, like, you know, it's gotcha, no, gotcha. So yeah. a half brother. They're all not, half, half or step, technically. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm an only kid, I guess. But yeah, like, not so you're the really. only, the only pro- pro- <laughs> progeny, which sounds very, very technical, but of that, that, that marriage. I yeah, guess, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I'm well, the so one. So they, they split though at some point. Uh, yeah, they split when I was really young. Oh, um, when you were really young. Yeah, yeah. Before, before I was two. Oh shit. Sure. Were you, so were they both still living in Arnold though when you were growing uh, up? Uh, no, a town called West Point. Okay. But um. My mom kind of—I don't want to say retreated. She just moved to Arnold, and yeah. my dad moved to Sacramento. So, oh, and shit, then okay. uh, so you're staying with your mom then? Uh, yeah, I lived with mom, and then I would have like you know the two weekends, yeah, a month or whatever, back and forth. What was high school like up there? High Seems school like it would be kind of boring. <laughs> not to, not to, to be judging. No, it definitely boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if uh, the equal the easiest way to kind of talk about it, I guess, is that like you ever read the short story by Mark Twain? Depends which about one. about uh. The jumping frog. Where yes. Yeah. So that's my town. That's that was he wrote that in Angels, About your, where I went to high school. Are you kidding me? No, Angels Camp, California. No shit. In Calaveras County, it's Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. That's that story. That's holy shit. I had no that's, idea. That's where I'm from. So wow. I went to Bret Hart High School, mm-hmm. which was also also an the author, an author. I wish <laughs> he's Canadian though, so I don't even okay. want to. I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that love hate relationship. Yes. Wait, what love hate with the Canadians? Just in general? Yeah, I don't. I actually like the Canadians. They're great. It's not the not anyone from Quebec. No, Quebec. Well, French Canadian. It's terrible. Oh my god. What kind of stuff were you? I you know I always go back to music because I'm such such yeah. a big fan of music. But so you're skating. Mm-hmm. You're in a boring high school, but it is a of 
noteworthiness and as I it guess. pertains to Mark Twain. Sure. What what do you do for fun? Uh in during high school? Yeah. Um I drank a lot of hot damn. Hot damn what a, and like is Keystone that the Light. Cinnamon? Oh yeah. The, cinnamon the pre liquor? fireball. Oh my gosh. I mean even in high school, you know, that's what you do. Yeah. Um house parties are the thing. You know, I skated a lot. I was actually a church kid. So yeah. Um, kind of grew up like in that, like youth group and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it's a good social it built me to where I am today. You know, I can't, yeah. I can't, I wouldn't change it. I don't think, I mean, yeah. maybe I would, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I grew up in that like kind of environment where it's, you have a strict morals. Yeah. Okay. You're not strict, but you know, it gives you a sense of, but bound, there's some boundary. guidelines. Here's the outline, Brandon. Like, yeah. take a look at it and make yeah. sure. Yeah. I believe then I still, I mean, I still to believe it, it to a, yeah. you know, to an extent. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I did that through high school. I actually went to a, like a private university that had religious, you know, involvement. Yeah. What was um, your major there? Or uh, is it all the same major? Not to. No, no, no. Ignorant. Definitely, no, no. It was all over the place. Uh, yeah. I changed majors a bunch of times. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, did, were you trying to? Were you aiming for some larger goal, getting out of college, or? Initially, I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. I wanted to teach English. Oh. Um, this got really involved with my English when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My English teacher. Kind of changed a lot of the ways I think about life. I mean, to the, this day. Yeah, uh, I mean, good teachers can. That's you know, the there's point. a few of them, but they can do amazing things. Yeah. I, I think, I think you're right. I think there's. What what was it about English that kind of drew you? To I, I read uh, like the standards, like Catcher in the Rye mm-hmm. and On the Road. Yeah. And um, you know, just realized that there's a better, <clears throat> not a better, but a, you know, a life that's like different. Yeah, bigger you know? outside of this. Bigger is the perfect word. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like On the Road is today my favorite book of all Still. time. Oh, without question. I, I Kerouac mean, was from San Fran, right? He, he hung out. Uh, well, he wasn't from there, but he hung out a yeah, lot. Yeah, not there. San Francisco necessarily. No, City Lights Books is yeah. like the famous like bookstore in, right, in the yeah. city that um, that generation kind of hung out in. Um, but he's from all of Northern California. He's actually from Boston, uh, Lowell, Massachusetts. No kidding. He's okay. West Coast. He's East Coaster, rather. Um, and then kind of on the road, obviously yeah. it goes back and forth across the country. So, um, so it kind of presents came... like a larger than my current <laughs> life kind of perspective on the world. Right. I, I think that's why I took from it for sure. Yeah. Like, um, you know, Arnold is small and yeah. Bret Hart high school is five towns combined in my graduating class is 240 people. Wow. And I'm one of those that doesn't really like I wasn't like an A student but I wasn't like an F student yeah you know I was like a, I wasn't a popular kid but I wasn't a fucking like dropout right you know right. Good, um, you were a good kid yeah I was just an average kid yeah you drinking know, hot damn like a chance that's what fucking people do that's what people fucking do or boons for <laughs> boons well that was that's aggressive <laughs> I, I would like wine coolers were a thing yes absolutely totally and uh, that was the th- that was the thing that I used to like find myself doing we go on car rides and like throw rocks and stuff yes yeah just being a country kid mountain kid what else are you gonna do there's nothing like arnold is literally a seasonal town like in the winter because there's a ski resort up the road oh okay it becomes okay. the population like doubles or triples right in the Transient summer popul- like, in the summertime forests. it does the same because everyone's got like vacation homes yeah oh wow and so in the fall and the spring it's just you know nothing left to fend for yourself yeah. no pretty much and so you know you'd work or you know, skate or hang out or go to church or not. And like, you know, yeah, do your thing, I guess. And trying to figure it out. How was the college experience? Did you enjoy it? Just like socially? I mean, college is college, right? We, you can't, yeah. you can't help, but enjoy Fall it socially. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Unless you study too much, but I never knew anybody who studied. Too I much. definitely didn't study too much. Yeah. Again, same. I mean, average yeah. for me. Like I was an average. Student. Me too. Like so. Here's here's the reason why I was why yeah, I was average. Is I think about my quality of life, mm-hmm. and Curren- I say, well, or then, uh, then going back and say, well, I'm working full time. I'm working at Best Buy, going to going to fucking Texas State, working at Best Buy, being a nerdy kid, you know, selling computers. You had a Best shit. Buy, huh? You had a Best Buy? Yeah. So I, when I when I went to community college in Houston, I worked at the West Oaks Best Buy in Houston for two years, I think, from '98 to 2000. Okay. Then I transferred up to Texas State, and then tr- commuted. Which seems like like just a way to stretch that word because I'm working at Best Buy, but commuted to South Austin, that Ben White mm-hmm. Best Buy there, and so I worked there until 2004 before I got my current job. And but nonetheless, like I think about that, that kind of like the school environment and stuff, and it, it's just like so it's, it's a whole different thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think. The closest Best Buy to Arnold is like an hour and 45 minutes away. Yeah. It, still still so yeah. that's a good town it's really small yeah that's crazy yeah. So, did you end up finishing up over there absolutely yeah i finished school i ended up with a, commu- a communications major oh cool um i wanted to be a speech writer for politi- politicians really? yeah anybody in particular uh martin, like what would be the the, the dream gig for you? martin luther king <laughs> the, the, well, they were still 40 alive years, 40 years too late yeah. um wait what i didn't know that he got right yeah no not spoiler spoiler we're on the spoiler alert uh, no, I just got really inspired by that and just like that kind of like I want to be the guy that wrote the speech that mm-hmm. was like, you know, like December 7th speech right. or, you know, I as cliche as it is, like I have a dream or yeah. whatever. And then I realized how fucking like nonsensical politics is. Yes. Or are. Yeah. And I just kind of got really maybe it was the skateboard in me. I know the punk rock or something. Yeah, yeah. But like I was just like, this like, is fuck this. Yeah, dude. Like I, I can't bring myself to write something that I believe in to some guy that doesn't necessarily believe in it like to the extent that I do. Right. That you show up and I just had this conversation. We show up, we say, Oh, you see him at a local bar. Like, Hey, sorry that we don't agree politically. And the guy, the guy, they'll just tell you like, Oh, I don't believe any of that anyway. Yeah. Right. Like when the, when the lights, when the camera's off. Yeah. That's, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and that was the younger me. I'm older now, but um. you're older now than you were actually a couple minutes ago fact which sucks it doesn't not suck? for you it's good for me i watch you i'm watching you age You're like i'm literally, literally watching yeah. you age in front of me does it, it suck though i don't know if that sucks no it's been good <laughs> i mean you get what do you like aging I'm, i do I'm all like right aging. with it i still have got my hair at least i'm for now i've got i literally right now have the same haircut my grandpa had when he passed no kidding it's dead on it's so uncanny. you're good you're set then yeah i, th- I hope so i i want to be old i think old is cool man it is get the kind of culmination of experiences and like the winkles i'm into that all of it like the the divorces well right which which we both share (laughs) we're we're there yeah i you know i gotta be honest like i had my facial and i have my eye i don't know what the fuck's going on but i had completely black facial hair until that divorce did you yeah and then all of a sudden the left side of my face just turned gray something about it it started like i (laughs) <laughs> I've been twitching a lot, lately, but <laughs> just on one side though. Just just on the left, right? No, uh, yeah, but it, it just started turning, turning gray for some reason, and it was only after that kind of excessive amount of stress. And I, you know, I didn't think about it, right? Sure. I'm just going through it. I'm internalizing and talking to people when I can. 
like, yeah, this is a weird situation. I'm still living with my ex-wife in a mm. different bedroom in the same house or the same lease. It's heavy. It's crazy, right? And she, uh, I've just used this avenue to, to communicate some things, right? So she was dating somebody shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff is a matter of fact for me now, right? Sure. But I'm just kind of, she's gone all the time and like I'm living in this house. I'm getting really stressed out. And then you, then it's over. And then it happens and then you go to work and someone says, hey man, you don't look so good. Right. If you had that happen, Absolutely. like where they're like, what, are you getting enough sleep? You don't look so good. The, I mean, the, our, ours, mine was terribly, uh, this sounds really bad. Yeah. Um, was disgustingly easy. That's good. Is it though? God bless, man. I guess. Like, I um, mean, well, it's what think of the alternative. Think of a dirty, yeah, the long drawn out, long drawn out, <clears throat> yelling, emotional. Like, do you really want to be embroiled in something? No, like absolutely that? not. And yeah. I, I, I'm terribly indebted and grateful to her for that. Yeah, it was very. It still is. I, I talk to her every day. It's yeah. very civil, and um, you know, we happen to have a boy too, right, right. so we had to be civil. I think How, that was he a, said he's two. He's a almost two. He has almost a, two. Yeah, year and a half or so. Yeah, plus and change. Um. Uh, yeah, he's just like, I mean, or she, I'm thinking about him now. She and I just kind of had different lifestyles. You know, I found this industry right. and I don't want to blame it on the industry. No, but it's different. It's a different set of hours, different social uh, dynamic, you know? Yeah. And, and, and uh, we just lived, started to live different lives and started to find different um, core values yeah. that we both possessed that we didn't necessarily know that we possessed, I right. think. Um, I got married at 20 years old. Oh wow! So and I'm 31. So you've been you've been married ten years. T- ten years, yeah. That's I mean that's admirable and also like to me kind of out of the ordinary, not in a yeah. derogatory way, but just no. like that's exceptional in a sense, you know. I mean it's the minority. Yeah, for I sure. I think um, at that age specifically. Yeah. Um, and when so when you got out of college, were you still in Arnold? Was no, no I, went to, I went to college in a town called in Santa Cruz, California. Santa Cruz, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Santa Cruz. Great yeah. for skateboarding, of course. Great for well. skateboarding. I worked for O'Neill Surf for a while. Oh no, shit. For a little while. It's amazing. So is that what you did like when you got out of college or during college? Both. So the speech writing thing is kind of like that you just made I, about I over it. it. Trying to figure out life a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of married, having fun. But so, yeah, but you would have, that's what I guess what I'm getting at is that you 20, you mm. would have been, were you still in college? I was still in school. Yeah. And you yeah. guys meet there? Or? Mm-hmm. I met her when I was, I was 18. Wow. Yeah. So like college sweethearts kind yeah. of thing. Um, Met her at 18, married at 20. Uh, Had a fantastic Eight years, yeah, Nine, it, eight and change. That's a, sure. I mean, it's a long time. Yeah, I mean, is it's it? I don't scoff know. at. I mean, no, I guess definitely in, nothing to scoff at. You know, you know it's an achievement. It's a certain a chapter of your life at, for the at the very least. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I would dedicate a chapter to that. Yeah, or it's more. Pretty insane. I mean, it's great. And so, how long were did? What was the next stop after Santa Cruz? Were you so you're kind of working at O'Neill? You're out of college. Yeah, I mean, just doing the college thing. I'm twenty. 22 yeah you know don't really know what the hell i'm going doing with my just life. doing it anyway trying yeah Co- i played soccer through college i coached some soccer oh really worked at o'neill kind of you yeah you're in a soccer league now right uh yeah well yeah it's been a it's been a minute but yeah i'm a, yeah, I'm a fan time, i think sure. last time we talked that's, yeah. that's good so you're still with that yeah more or less yeah. you know um she is from fort worth texas mm-hmm. outside fort worth yeah and so we moved to texas just to and, be closer to her family i guess uh, just to change. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it was literally uh, Austin or Portland, Oregon, 
Yeah. Or common that yeah right for like many, kind of the yeah. vibe santa cruz is similar yeah um we literally flipped a coin no shit yeah we packed all our shit in a u-haul um and i was like heads is austin tails is portland yeah and you know flipped it and and heads won and we here we are you know we moved across the country really what year was this oh god 2000 i've been here for six years almost six years, so, so 2010 ish uh, okay cool um what were you doing when you got into town uh, I worked at, I don't if you remember at all, but it was at a um, Progress Coffee where Broom Brew is. I there. remember, yeah. So that was my first job in this town. Was, was it, man, Progress I'm trying Coffee. to think who owned that spot. I Josh to, Bingaman. Yeah. Joshua. There's, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. How did you like working over there? Uh, I mean, it's cool. I, I'm still friends with people that I worked with. Yeah. You know? um, we went there to get coffee, and, and Bob Dylan was on the radio. And I looked around and I was like, I could work here. And I walked up, <laughs> I walked up to the guy and I was like, dude, can I, can I get a job? And he's, or can I apply for a job if you have an opening? Yeah. He's like, sure. And then I started working there. I was that like, was it. That's simple. Yeah. I worked there for like I don't know, two years or something. Two and a half years. Yeah. That's crazy. Out of the blue. And so you get, you had that been kind of your first service job or had no, you worked, I mean, you said you worked at round table, which is kind yeah, of. Yeah. I worked at round table. I did coffee through college as well. Did you? Okay. Kind of just off and on. Yeah. You know, service stuff. Didn't really take it seriously. Yeah. Um, until after progress, my next job was at Firehouse, my first no bargain. Kidding. I got a job at Firehouse on Craigslist. How was that experience? Was uh, it close? I mean, it, I'm not sure exactly if the tone's really the same now, but not to, not that it's less no. or better. But like when you were there, there were there was something to it. It was like a really zeitgeisty kind of. I mean, beautiful time for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a job on Craigslist. I never bartended ever. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really drink that much. I went to like a religious school. Yeah. You know, I had, I knew what beer was and I knew like, I, hot more damn or less. Was. I sure did know what hot <laughs> damn was. I hot damn knew what hot damn was. Um, there's, like, there's a Christmas gift in this hot damn thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they still make it. Yeah, they do. Um, the Kuiper, like the yeah. label is legendary. I, I can never I, forget. If I remember it, it's like really kind of boisterous and maybe like, uh, Harley Davidson ish. Yeah, maybe. Right? I think it, it's more just like maybe like Yuletide log meets like seventies porno <laughs> label. Actually, Yule log was a seventies porno. Yeah, I'm sure that it was. <laughs> I'm sure that it was Yule's log. Yes, person, yeah. yes. Yule. Yes, yes. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> yeah, gonna humor the, we'll, the additional we'll sequels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's good. So Craigslist fire. Yeah, I got a job on Craigslist. Um, walked in. They hired me. Whatever. They were like. You know, here's our menu. It's this big. It was like, I don't know, stupid big, 40 cocktails or whatever. Oh, classics. Really? Wow. You know, it was like, learn it or don't. How'd you tackle it? I just did. Yeah. You know, I think coffee is a similar discipline. Sure. With, yeah. You know, measure, measurement and accuracy and consistency. And flavors, like the learning how to taste. Actually, oh, I st- I'm still learning how to do that. Well, I, I mean, every day is that way, you know, but, but coffee, when you do think about it in an academic way. Mm-hmm. You do have to dissect it and think about the different flavors as sure. well. Sure, location, pre- terroir, stuff like that. Absolutely, which I think totally prepares you for, for cocktails or for spirits. Neat, I mean, all that. It's kind of like it's kind of. I mean, we talked about gateway drugs earlier. Yeah, it's recorder. It's the recorder to cocktail and to booze. You know, coffee <laughs> into the alto sax. <laughs> the kid, <it's laughs> the recorder to the alto sax. Coffee is the recorder to booze. Yeah, coffee is to recorder as. Recorder is to boot. Yes. That's an that's SAT good. question. Yeah, it's good. I hope everybody's studying. Yeah, you're welcome. taking some notes. It's the answers. For those B. of you who want to go back to school and take uh, Don't go back. Don't ECTs, do ECT. What was, do you think, your biggest challenge then being at Firehouse? Because you're not, you don't really have any cocktail experience, although no, you've zero. got service experience. 
Moderately. Moderately. Yeah. You know kind of how to taste things. I think the biggest challenge was just not not being a piece of shit, you know? Being nice to people or being nice to your coworkers? No, I the people that I worked with there that in that time frame mm-hmm. today like consider them right now my best friends. Who is who is there at that time? Uh Paul. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, Paul Neunstronger and Jared um Lindsay yeah. and Ryan Sullivan. Okay. You know, those guys um you know, picked me up and put me on their back when I was going through, you know, shit with the divorce and stuff. Yeah. Um you know, I've those guys have seen me at my lowest point, yeah. and I'm forever indebted to those guys for that stuff. Yeah, it's an amazing sense of community in in this place, man. It's it's inspiring. It's yeah. awe inspiring. I think that. What do you? Sorry, no, 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 no. I was just gonna say. I think that that's what keeps me in it. Yeah, because none of us do it for the fucking money or the hours. That would be ludicrous. <laughs> there is no for... the hours are shit, and yeah. the money is uh, eh. It can be. It's so seasonal and so up and down. You know, it's like what the. You know, you it's, never it's, it's it. the fact that like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling or you're struggling or whomever. And like, I got, I got you. Yeah. No questions asked. And yeah. I think that's something that is rare and attractive. I think that's what keeps us around maybe. Yeah. Uh, more or less, so. obviously. It's a, yeah, it is. A, there's, and I, I try to talk about this as much as possible. There's <sighs> just, it's just an amazing sense of community here. And I, I think, I don't think it's here. I think it's just in general. Sure, but I'll be, I'll be myopic and sure. self-centered for a moment. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if I went to Houston, it'd be the same thing. You go to Dallas, right? But we in Austin. I think the reason I I, I mentioned Austin more at, at the forefront of it is more. I think because the at least as as far as USBG is concerned, sure. the chapter is a little bit older. Is it? Eight yeah, years? from my understanding, it's older than like San Antonio, for example. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Houston, but yeah, I think. So. I think I think it might be. It's older than Houston, but yeah. it's just like. Somehow, the art and the culture, it started to coalesce a little bit faster here than it did in other places. Hmm. And I feel like that doesn't mean we're better or worse or anything, but that right. we're just a little bit farther along and have a little bit of a larger community. I think larger is accurate. I think that, like, this is going to be a little soapboxy. No, So, I think that our community could be bigger. It could be, yeah, it could be largest, course. frankly. I yeah. think that um, we kind of tend to segregate ourselves because of facts like, you know, places like dirty Sixths and stuff like that, yeah, where yeah. we kind of, you know, those guys sling drinks too, you know, they're, they tend to bar, you know, mm-hmm. I think that we kind of need to, uh, or have the ability to expand into those market, that market. And just be like, let's, you know what? We all do the same fucking job. Yeah. You know, like I said earlier, like it's elective, right? Yeah, like, right. You know, 20 somethings don't have to come drink, but they do. Yeah. And so like, let's all be a part of that, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, a little soapboxy. No, it's interesting. I never, I, I hadn't thought about, because I'm on a different side of it, right? Like I'm, I'm making booze and, and dealing with it in a different capacity and I have to deal with the feds and all that shit. Kind of. I mean, I guess like. It, it is and it's not. Yeah. There's some similarities, but but that's a great point that I never thought about what might be considered a stratification of the mm-hmm. different kinds of bartenders. Like, well, I'm a, but I'm a definitely a thing. bartender. Well, I don't think we think that way. Good, but well, I think I that not, we but I, perceive, we're perceived that way. Yeah. Right? So. I don't think that like the person that works at bar A that happens to be like a cocktail joint is like, mm-hmm. oh, I only make cocktails, blah, right, blah, blah. Right. I don't think that's the case in this town. Everybody's but pretty open. At the same token, I don't think that they would, I don't think that the community at large would uh, down, quote unquote, right. for lack of a better, this is controversial, I no, guess, no, to me, good. would downgrade themselves to go work at a bar, like, go work at like, you know, some bar on uh, 6th Street at, yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. You know, because... They may, they may, may or may not. I don't know who. It depends on the person, probably. Sure. But 
you know, that's a thing that I think that we can be better at. You know, I think that this town is could conceivably be the fifth best drinking city in the country. What's considered the first? I don't know, New York. Yeah. Oh, you in terms of like uh, how how forward they are, uh, how, and, just, and longevity and yeah, consistency. Yeah, yeah. I think New York, San Francisco, Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe Portland. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Port- no, you feel the you feel like how long Miami. That- I don't know if that's a drinking town. I don't. I've never been there. I'm sure it is. It's a speedo town. New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh yeah, you've got you know? these like legacy towns. Legacy town. That's a perfect yeah. term. Like We're legacy like, towns. It's like in the cult. It's ingrained in the culture. Drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Like not, but good good drinking is well. I guess it's debatable. But for the most part, like they're great good cocktail spots. What well, I mean, there's a difference between good drinking and 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 knowledgeable drinking, right? Like oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I said on the on the way up here, I was like, my favorite drink is a freaking cold Mexican beer and a shot of tequila. Yeah. Like, I'm happy. I'm the happiest man on earth when I have that after shift. Sure. Or on a hot day or yeah. whatever doesn't have to be good it just is that is good though to me it's yeah. great you know yeah. but okay people tend to i feel like we get classified into you know you're making this thing that's mm-hmm. you know avant-garde and out there and i think that it detracts from you know what drinking is which is like you said earlier right it's a cup it's to make you feel better yeah sometimes not always i think that's aggressive makes you feel worse <laughs> sometimes <laughs> more often than depending not, yeah. for sure i don't know i just think that like drinking is what it, i don't know i'm yeah. trying i'm trying to no but i think i thoughts. see like it's interesting because you haven't and this is such a good thing and, and I, I i swear to god this is not a criticism Please, you remember how you remember how you feel about love when you're really young mm-hmm. and you see it for what you see it for this unbridled and kind of like unadulterated thing that hasn't been fucked up yet mm-hmm. and I think that you bring this sense of not no bias. You're not jaded. You you haven't let the conditions around you detriment your ability to see things in a light way, right? Sure. Does that make sense? Like yeah. so. So in other words, you're not you're not curmudgeon yet. Well, I'm, <laughs> and I don't think other people would argue that it's coming grumpy in as a whole. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah, definitely. But the way you talk about it, I mean, it's it's like an equal opportunity lender right i, like, I want it to be that way yeah I mean, is it that way i don't know but like i think that i don't know either it could be it's a it's a, it's an interesting thing that drink and even to intellectualize drinking someone told me one time like stop intellectualizing intellectualizing and just do, do oh, it no, and that's unhealthy i think so i think you have to kind of just think about it yeah you know and there are various levels and it, it's nice to to think that there's no better level right like drinking a shot of tequila and drinking a beer something better or worse about that than drinking Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah, right? or friggin', you know, vodka sodas. Yeah, whatever. it's not Who fucking same. cares? If that's what you want. Yeah, it's your mechanism, man. It, I, yeah. I guess it all comes down to why you're doing it. Because, like... Uh, Does it, you, though? Maybe not. Maybe not. And maybe that's just me kind of, you know, putting a blanket of, of subtle mm-hmm. judgment on, on how I perceive drinking. Sure. Because I just had, like, this terrible prejudice against vodka you know as a producer like i just i really do and that kind of shifts things but for the same token you know what go ahead drink what you gotta drink i mean get it done being in in the game for a a small amount of time yeah and coming into the game in the cocktail scene yeah off the bat yeah like a good cocktail spot out of the bat i appreciate that uh you know i was immediately like had a pretense to be like well my shit's dope Mm -hmm. and like fuck everything else right 
or not my shit, but the shit that I'm making sure. or we're making is tight and like everyone else can beat it. Suck it. That's my, that's <laughs> yeah. my favorite. That's, that's sure. It. Suck it. <laughs> you know, and, um, now being a little bit older and a little bit wiser and, you know, meeting people that I respect more mm-hmm. and, um, gaining perspective and making more money. I don't, I don't really give a shit yeah. what you fucking order. Doesn't matter really, does it? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't care. It's not about you. Yeah. As long right. as you're not an asshole when you order it. Yeah. I'm cool. Sure. You know, like, doesn't matter to me. So, um, do I want to put out a good product? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Will I try to steer you in a way that will make you a more educated, better drinker? Mm-hmm. Sure. But it will still be in the vein that you want. Right. Right. There's a difference between taka vodka and you know even tito's for that matter sure, you know there's sure. a there's a level up there absolutely and i think that as a bartender that's my responsibility to both give you what you want but maybe at an elevated knowledge level mm-hmm. right yeah. so so it's like you're you're like a nice gentle persuasion in a sense yeah i mean it's bartending yeah. right like you're you're tending the bar you're giving people what they want yeah if i can make you drink a little better cool i'm with that not to mention i make an extra three bucks or whatever right you i mean know. There's a, it's a win-win yeah, in theory, right? Like sure. totally. And and do they stick with that? Who knows? Yeah. You know. Um, but it is people like you that do just plant that seed and that potentially do change people's perspective on drinking. Maybe, you know. You know. It starts it starts <clears throat> there. I know? think so. I think I mean the trick is and this is just like a USBG thing as well which you referenced earlier like mm. the goal for me would be to be able to make like cocktail servers faster mm-hmm. and like slinging bartenders smarter yeah like uh product wise yeah it seems like there's no downside to that right like we can turn out our shit faster and those who sling drinks can do it like a little elevated like yeah. that's a win-win and then it elevates the drinking culture in the city sure to a level that like kind of comes up you know what i mean yeah. so like as they come up they get wiser and they drink better like throughout the 50 other years of their life or whatever right yeah it's a good point I, maybe i don't know I'm i just, think so no but i mean there's doesn't seem like there's any downside to that well the downside is well people gotta try harder well and getting people to pay for it yeah because yeah. who you know that'll happen I, I think people pay like for a bottle now and per per cocktail they're not that prices should shoot astronomically right agreed but i think that a ten dollar cocktail isn't so out of place now but a ten dollar you know vodka soda is yes right that's yeah, true that's to true. an extent yeah um and so you know getting that balance is is tricky cool yeah well so let's take a little bit to chat about the you you like bourbon right i, so I, I do I'm, I'm more of a tequila guy yeah. agave guy but i drink i don't not drink anything i don't not drink i love I like yeah. that <laughs> double negative well the the <laughs> bottle that, that we've picked here which i think is just lovely and get, get your impression over here in a second but so this is the 2015 buffalo trace antique collection release of the just un unfiltered barrel proof 12 years, three months, the William LaRue Weller weeded. And this is essentially, no, not essentially, this is the same mash bill as Weller 12, Pappy Van Winkle 23, 20, 15, 12, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess, I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you it. <laughs> yeah this, they call it a weeder, which is kind of like a, an interesting term. And I, I feel it kind of dirty saying it. Like, I'm like, am I, am I zippered down? What's mm. like, it is down. Drinking actually. a weeder. So what do, what do you think? You put a little water in it, bring it down. Yeah, open it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't not drink anything, so I'm still yeah. learning the intricacies of taste. Sure. Um, no, and I don't want you to over intellectualize it. But like, 
Do you enjoy it? I absolutely. I think it's it's hot, which I thought was nice. Yeah. I think that I think a bourbon that you're gonna drink by itself needs to have a, like kind of kick you in the face at yeah. first. Some legs. Yeah, I guess. Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah, Stephen Robbins says that a lot. I I'm not, my name is Brandon. I'm not Stephen Robbins. I know. But no I'm just saying that. No disrespect. If I, I'm stealing some elements from some people in my lifetime, but I'll quote them, right? I'll cite yeah. them. That is one I stole. Got like legs. legs. Love it. Yeah, love yeah it. I mean, it's got some balls. Got some balls. There you go. Absolutely. You know, I think that it punched me in the face for sure. Yeah. And I did it without water. Like, yeah, as which per is 67 fucking percent. So Godspeed, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, at, per your suggestion, I put some, some water in it and opened up and I, I mean mine's gone and yours is still in your cup yeah so. i know what the hell is my problem well it's not a problem we already talked about that could be oh that's it <laughs> it's not a clinical problem guys. <laughs> do you have to finish that or do you need to finish that well i poured it what am i doing with it now i can't put you, the diluted yeah. bourbon to see how i'm justifying it yeah i'm rationalizing these are circle. all part these are it's all a full steps. circle conversation yeah. <laughs> so when did when did you start working at geraldine's well, the hotel's only been open for a month. Yeah, it's really, really recent. Yeah, so I mean, I've been there for a month. I mean, I've been there for a little bit longer, but that yeah. was like training, training and, and, and the other. And you guys have been open since you pretty much like mid-November, then I guess. Uh, I mean, a month on last Tuesday. Oh so shit! Okay. Whatever today's what 20? Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a month, almost, almost five weeks. Oh, killer! Yeah. How are things going so far? It's a fucking shit show. Is it? It's amazing. It's a great. It's right, great. but it's like that. It's just frenzied because everybody's drawn to it. It's new, and I imagine all the cocktails. I haven't been yet, to be honest. No, but no. cocktails look fucking incredible. Food looks great. The too. food, the food is is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think the cocktails there are great as well. Jen's done a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's hired a fantastic staff as well. So I think who that, else is over there with you? Oh, uh, just a couple. I mean, of, you don't yeah, I mean nothing. Yeah. We're all kind of like you know low level degenerates. <laughs> low level degenerates. You know, we all put <laughs> on our skaters, shirt. Yeah. Uh, my boy Derek and. And Caitlin and Asher and mm-hmm. Jen Kaiser. I mean, Jen Kaiser is doing the program. Yeah. There's Joyce and Eric Port. So oh, I Joy, think, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're all we've all been in the the scene for a little while. Yeah. More or less, um, through restaurants or whatever, and um, you know, we're just kind of crushing and. What kind of clientele over there? That's a that's a that's a. No, that, it's a loaded question. No, but I I don't know. I mean, I don't know yeah, what to expect going in there. It's. It's yet to be determined. Yeah. But currently. Um, it's a lot of. <laughs> it's not, I hope you my boss and my bosses nice don't hear that. Yeah. yeah, uh, it's a lot of other hotel spillover. I see. Okay, Does that makes sense. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So a lot of know, not not necessarily a lot of Austinites, like a lot of transients. Is that fair? No, I think it's a lot of Austinites. Oh, it frankly. is. Okay, yeah. I mean, the hotel's still kind of being developed and almost not. You know, it's still on its way to being as it will be. Yeah. Um. I think it's a lot of. I think it's mostly Austinites. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's tricky because you're on rainy or sure. off rainy, just right, off rainy. Right, right, right. So, you know, it could be housewives, yeah. or it could be twenty-four-year-old frat boys, mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, that service guy that just got off work that just wants to friggin' come up and chill. Yeah. Um, so families that want to go to a restaurant. Yeah, it's a little jack of all trades. It's a little everything. That is kind of cool. Or There's Jill, not a lot of spots that are like that. There may be, but a lot of the cocktail centric, and I, I'm just gonna say it's cocktail centric because I've I've seen the menu and stuff. It looks incredibly insightful in that sense, you know. Not a lot of those places are that mix, so it's kind of an interesting motley crew. It could benefit to you guys having yeah, that business I think, like that. <clears throat> excuse me, I think that um, the hotel bar is kind of making a resurgence. Yeah, I don't think it ever died. I was talking about this with Brian um, Floyd earlier. Yeah. that I don't think it ever died. 
but I think that like you know we I have that preconceived notion of like Sinatra sitting at the bar drinking That's a right. martini. Yeah, dude. right. Yeah, me too. I romanticize it. But that was like this. That was like what, like the sixty seven? Like, yeah, like you know, some some time in there. Right, right. That was fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that kind of generation. I, I mean, realistically, if we look at it, the resurgence is pretty identical to what happened historically yeah. right you had the you had the pre-prohibition mm-hmm. stuff like that happened which that resurgence kind of happened with cocktails and classics etc now you're having this like this was like what 20s 30s ish mm-hmm. and you have this resurgence of like 40s 50s 60s hotel bar <clears throat> excuse me uh kind of coming making this comeback in my opinion like mm-hmm. the hotel bar is cool again for like you know 20 20 somethings to 30 somethings to 40 somethings and beyond so it's kind of fun to look at the fact that it's just kind of repeating itself yeah, historically. I'll tell you what, like, I had to pour a little more water in there. <laughs> I didn't put enough. It's still in the, the high 50s, I think, if I can well, taste it right. You know, I'm, Maybe I, dr- I drove the- here, so. <laughs> but there, the every time I travel, I love just sitting alone at the hotel bar. To me, it's it's not about anything except that's what you do when you travel that's one element of mm-hmm. traveling that's one element of just being in a city like the driscoll bar that's a legendary place you know sitting at the bar there and there are a couple other hotels i mean i, I haven't been to the Stephen f austin bar but i think that i've been there. i've been to that bar for sure yeah, sat good. there by myself yeah yeah it's, it's but that's that's the thing right it's like it's not a rite of passage but it it's just something that you do i don't know if it's ingrained from cinema if it's ingrained from tv pop culture what but there's something romantic about that yeah, I mean, we've all seen Lost in Translation, right? For sure. That's a huge point. Yeah. And even like American Horror Story Hotel. Like half of these. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, uh-huh. half of these episodes, if you ever get a chance to watch it, and the season's very peculiar, but half of the episodes occur at a fucking hotel bar. It's in a hotel, yes, but most of the scenes, or a lot of the scenes, are at that bar. Sure. There's just, it's a, it's a place, it's a setting, it's a, it's a landscape, you know, it's a backdrop, it's an adventure. I think romanticizing is perfect. Like yeah. everyone wants to sit at that bar and have the hot chicks next to you and like. <laughs> You know, or the hot dude or whatever, and like yeah. sit next to you and just like whatever happens, happens. Like yeah. it's a hotel. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know? There's something sordid and kind of seedy about it. Seedy is sure, but like it's also like romantic is not yeah. necessarily seedy either. No, for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I love going, it doesn't matter if I'm going by myself, which is just purely social. Sure. You know, to, to just see, see what kind of people stumble in not even if literally stumble in but just what kind of personalities arrive you know because you like when i'm working doing business travel and stuff mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be at a, at a bar a particular hotel i stay at and you'll just have like people that come up and like hey what do you do like i'm a patent lawyer fucking serious really and like just you it's amazing the kinds of things that just kind of it's a constellation of people that just show up yeah it's the, an, it's the anonymity yeah but all Something you know no one's no one's everyone's coming or going yeah yeah for sure there's and no you, it's not static no, it, or it is static rather. I guess it's just kind of, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I've used that wrong, but no. It, but it, it is one of the iconic ways to drink. Put it that way. Yeah, I think I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what pays my bills. But like, <laughs> you know, I I think that the concept of sitting in a kind of a dark hotel bar, yeah. drinking maybe like a martini or something. Is, When's Ian Fleming gonna show up and yeah, write a book about me? You know. It's kind of sexy, you know, yeah. like all the classic drinks come from hotels. For sure. You know, Sporting. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So like there's a there's a his, there's a lineage there. Yeah. Some definitely to it. Maybe. So, yeah. so you this was man, this was just a couple couple weeks ago now that you were officially and you still haven't been sworn in, you said. Right. Whatever that's that particular oath is. I don't know yeah. what book are you There's an oath, yeah. The there's, a thing. there's a thing. That, <laughs> yeah. But so you're you are vice president now. 
of the USB G. And I know you said run unopposed. We'll just put that as like a little caveat footnote here for the moment. But you, it's got to feel nice that in some sense people supported the fact that you want to do that in this community. Yeah, I, I'm flattered. I think that you know someone had to nominate me. I couldn't do it myself. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting that. So that's exciting to me. Right. Um, and I'm still not sure exactly who did that. You know? <laughs> the son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forgive you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I've seen great things happen. I think, you know, I think our chapter is what, like eight-ish years old? Yeah. You know, so I've seen presidents like David Allen and, and Jessica Sanders kind of come through and and just change the landscape of our culture. Yeah. And I think that if I can even do a little bit to that, like, that's awesome. I'm with that. I think Katie will do fantastic. Yeah. I'm following Travis Tober, so like you know, that's your big, beard, sho- big your, shoes to fill. Your facial hair is not nearly swarthy enough. Not yet to match Tober. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just give it some time. You can grow it. I can. This got a good mustache. Oh, I can grow a beard for yeah, sure. Yeah, see? we all. I'm aware of that. But yeah. Tober is a you know he's a horse of different color. He is. He's a, and he's like always kind of horse. He's got a good radio. <laughs> also voice. very horse. Yeah, he's got a terrible radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> Grumble, grumble. <laughs> and I think Tom is a great guy. That is I not a criticism. I think... I think that that is an amazing trait to have to sound like, you know, Lee Marvin or something, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. is it memorable? It's very right? memorable. It's totally memorable. So <laughs> what do you have to set forth some objectives for the year? Is, is What kind of tasks are on you as the vice president? I don't know yet. I'm still yeah. learning that. I mean, I have some things that I think are important yeah. and I think that, um, can build our landscape to be a little bit better. Again, mm-hmm. I don't want to like put the cart before the horse because I'm right. kind of new to the game and sure. I don't want to be too eager or too out of line with what they I think. They killed Kennedy. Just keep that in mind. I know. Well, so don't I'm working get... on that for next year. We're going to do a Kennedy <laughs> menu. Uh, it's going to be Cape Cotters, Pink Ladies, uh, Shots of Cabeza. Get it? Um, har- this Le- whole, if you, yeah. you must have thought about this scenario before. Lee Harvey Wallbangers. Yeah. That's, oh, Jesus Christ. That's yeah. brilliant. So we'll see. I mean, that's yeah. four drinks. We'll we'll get there. Yeah, there's uh, got to be a Zabrut or something in there. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. like like Zuka. Yeah, Zuka. Zuka. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, I like it though. That was good. You were either you're good at stand up or you actually had planned the Kennedy event before. Both. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> I think you could do both. Can I be? Can I be on the stage like killing? Yes, literally. <laughs> No, yeah. not literally. Twofer. You can't. You like can't I can, do. you can. I can. Double entendre. Like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are there are things that I think that are important, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've kind of been thinking about it actually more recently, and I think that, I mean, this sounds very political, and mm-hmm. I don't mean it to be that way because I don't think that this what this position is all about. Right. But, um, like three major like topics that I think that are important mm-hmm. to touch on for <clears throat> the next couple of years that we're in in office. Uh, right, office right. is that a thing? That yeah, w- dude, you're totally an office. Appointed. I mean, it's maybe not a, it's a figurative office, maybe. I, uh, sounds, you guys don't have an office corny. here. I don't, I don't know idea. We could, th- this is now We're your in pro tem office I'm right now. That. Yeah, it's great. It's not so oval as it is. It's like polygonal. Yeah. I don't even know that it's even on both sides. Kind of like a home plate-ish. Yeah, actually, you know what? No, it's so not even that. One, two, three, four, five, six, whatever hexagonal? that is. Hexagonal? Hexagonal, maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tangent, for sure. <laughs> no, that's bro. I have never looked at the ceiling that way before, but yeah. this is a hexagonal room. Hexagonal room. Yeah, and it's quite balanced in terms of. I I thought it was just like totally random the way they designed it, but no, fucking true hexagon. Mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. you were able to point that out. For me. Well, you know, just trying to do what I can. <laughs> but you do have, in fact, 
and you do not even have to discuss them with me if you don't want. No, I'm, you have three I'm three things. That yeah, you think. I think so. I think um, inclusion, mm. and that means kind of going what you were talking to earlier about you know just getting people that are more different people involved. Yeah, you know, kind of expanding the realm of what people think is important. Yeah, whether that be bars or people or etc. Right. I think um, I don't know. I said inclusion. I usually have this off the top of my tongue. That's fine. You, the, the voters aren't listening. Sixty-seven proof. <laughs> None of them. You already listened. got the gig now. You I know? got <laughs> three votes, and uh, they all work with me. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. That's good. That's your cabinet right there. I guess. Well, your uh, vice. Sorry, vice presidents don't, don't have, have a cabinet. Yeah, I think. yeah. I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to do. I don't know either. I'm a great cheerleader. Yeah, that's good. Champion causes and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I. Work together to make the town better. That's yeah. the goal. I, I like it. it. It's yeah. good. Simple. So are you still at Firehouse? No, I'm at Geraldine's. 100% now. 100%. Cool. I haven't been at Firehouse since February. Oh, really? Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Just kind of just had creative differences, I guess. Yeah. No, or, it happens, man. Yeah. Still, everybody's transitioning in, in and out and things. And Geraldine's is a great kind of... I mean, working for a corporate shop's different, you know? It's different it's benefits, different. better... More organized has to it's be. actual benefits, not yeah. just different benefits. You know, exactly I, th- that exists. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of feel a little bit of sellout. I'm referring Hi. back. Well, going sellout really a little bit because of the skater in you. Maybe I don't mean I was terrible at skateboarding, but I just you know. But nobody I, knows you could say you're great. I just told everybody. Everyone <laughs> well, fuck. Well, <laughs> Screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Corporate. You know. Corporate. This. No. That, everybody. Other. You know. They 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 think it's such a horrible thing, and perhaps in some essence it is. But it's all what you do with it. Sure. You stayed there for 20 years because you didn't want to ever get out of it. I mean, that's fine. But I imagine there's something that you'd want to do beyond this, right? Beyond this gig, anyway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is exactly yet. It just you know? unfolds I think as it you ha- happens to happen, right? That's, that's, the new, that's the new mantra, you know, trying to figure out it one day at a time. Yeah. I don't think that. I think it's irresponsible to look too much farther ahead. Yeah. Because we lose you know what's happening right. and whether that be with my own career in life or you know my homie that needs if i'm looking too far to head too forward ahead i may be missing what who else needs a hand up totally right and it's like one of those things where you know you're looking out so focused on the future that you miss the immediate needs and the moment that you really should be in i, I think that's true it's cliche right no like it's it, a thing. it is but it's true <clears throat> sometimes cliches are true well it's tr- you know also true i it's i don't know i think that's important i think that like too often we neglect that immediate like vibe you yeah. know we meet we neglect where we're at currently yeah and um we're trying to make the next move we're trying to find the next gig or trying to make more money and blah 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 when realistically like it's it's all gonna play out yeah one you way can't change one way it or the by other. rushing it yeah maybe you can well but it was, it's not good is it i mean maybe it is i don't i don't know in my opinion i don't you know sure. i think you you're right like do it a day at a time and see what kinds of things unfold but you can only change the future so much you know yeah, absolutely so i who knows i think that it's very plausible to be in the moment and be yeah. successful and be happy i think that's what is key right now you know yeah. what's well, it's good it's good man it's it's good chatting with you and you know i always got the sense like i think you're going to be a really good sign of optimism for people thank you you I know that. i think that it, if if people t- when people talk about you or they think about what kind of value you have and that, not that i, I want to quantify something like that but that's that is man you you can light up a room people really speak very highly of you you're really oh. apt to learn and 
you will keep bright eyed, you know? I hope, I mean, that's the goal, right? Yeah. It seems uh, like even despite the stuff that's going on, which I, I totally feel you and I've been yeah. through it. And Thank you. It doesn't seem to be deflating you. Um, maybe on the exterior, it's not deflating me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think, you know, if we can just kind of be better, you know, be up, yeah. I think that's the key, you know, and it's not, it's, it's easier to be negative. So that's why we do it. Right. Sure so is. if you can make the effort to try and be better or be up and not be, you know, a piece of shit yeah. or whatever. It's always strange. Like they say, misery loves company. It does. It's, it's fact, but no one's ever said happiness loves company. It's, it's easier to be miserable. Absolutely. Is. The choice to be happy. And I think that you know, if we make that choice to be happy, then like obviously life gets better. Yeah. But it's it's a cognizant choice to do that. Absolutely. One way or the other. Well, and if really... you have to drink booze to do it, so be. <laughs> it's a facilitator. Doesn't hey. doesn't solve the problems. <laughs> it doesn't paste the wounds. It just it's a facilitator. Hey. For thought, for sadness, for happiness, for all of it. I'm not gonna hate the player. That's right. I hate, hate the, game. the hate the barrel proof mm-hmm. bourbon. Well, I'm gonna. I gotta come visit you soon, then, and Geraldine. Please, that'd be great. Yeah, you and Jen both, and I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me. No, absolutely. It's been a long time coming, so I'm I'm very grateful. And the the company that you've had on the you know so far have been exquisite. So to be misery loves company, then all my friends are pieces of shit. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks, Brandon. Absolutely. Thanks. Well, there we go. Here's a little tip. I hear that at Geraldine's here in Austin at the Hotel Van Zent that they do a neat Long Island iced tea for industry professionals. I cannot wait to try one on a Sunday afternoon. But what do you guys think of Brandon? Is such a nice guy. He's going through, through some things here, things that we've all been through, right? Identity crisis, but then finding yourself coming from a different background socially, maybe an outsider, drinking hot damn, all these different kinds of things. And I can't, uh, I, sometimes I feel so privileged to get to be kind of invited to these moments and into these insights of people's lives. And Brandon, thank you so much for, for chatting with me, man. And we have a lot in common. And I know that these next few years are going to be incredibly transformative. So for those of you listening, if you get a chance to visit Geraldine's at Hotel Van Zant down there, around Rainy Street in Austin, Texas. Please do. The drinks are impeccable, and the view is also fucking wonderful. But thanks, everybody, again, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. And no matter what you're drinking, neat, no matter what you're skating on, no matter what small town you may come from, please keep dancing. <laughs>